Checkmate in Good Deer, Scotland chickened by halfway line goal. Elsewhere it's Christmas in Cardiff as Wales serve up a cooked turkey. England get revenge against Croatia and we all hope Christian Eriksen is doing okay. It's false 90s at the Euros. With me today we've got Andy, Gary and Kyle. How are you doing tonight? Alright. Uh, good mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, but we'll start at Hamden Park with Scotland nil, Czech Republic 2. Scotland's first game in a major tournament for 23 years and it's just a meme isn't it yeah oh, agonizing <laughs> especially if anyone was in the group the checks were the team to beat like and we've we failed at doing that so you know it's an uphill uphill battle but yeah it's, uh, it's I, I think i think okay, go. <laughs> sorry, go. i was gonna say there's two goals from patrick so shake one from the halfway line <laughs> I don't I think mean, David Marshall did himself in glory there, but I mean, what can you really do at the end of it? Not be is, on the halfway line. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. going to talk about Marshall's mistake and not Schick's goal, which is good for us, because Schick's goal wasn't as quite as good as Yarmolenko's goal in the Ukraine game, because I think a that's, thunder, that's a a th- a thunder blaster, a thunder blaster of a goal is way better than like a long shot. And that's fact. It's still not an easy goal for him, though. Even though Marshall's out It's luck. If, if the keeper's out, you just ping it. But hitting those had, absolute thunder well boys are just... To be fair to the boy, he's put it very well. It's a very good shot. Well, did, you see the curve? Did, you, did, did you see the curve on that ball? That was good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was stunning. It was, stunning. it was the wind. It was the wind. Ah, oh, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> but I, I, still, I like Scotland that much, but I don't think I like them that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but Scotland won the game on XG. Uh <laughs> That's all that matters, see? See, we're going to cash in our banked XG for the England game. Yeah, loads of chances are created, but all of them mainly falling to Lyndon Dykes, who can't finish his dinner. It's the story of the game, isn't it? It was just cross chance after chance, Robertson working his absolute heart out, and then, you know, nothing came of it. Stephen O'Donnell doing his best impression for Sunday League Football. Playing with teammates, it's not exactly the best way to get off the international tournament, is it? He looked like a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid there. Like <laughs> Literally two minutes into the game, ball comes across to him, miscontrols it, gets out for a thumb. Yeah, like, for like, fuck's oh. sake. <laughs> oh, it's just... It's Scotland at an international tournament, what do you expect? Don't get me wrong, it's not over, but that was probably the game where Scotland had to win if they had any chance of getting that third place or maybe even second but now, now we're left with it. Croatia and England Look, let's hope the Czechs give the Croats a bunch of injuries and that they can bottom the group now yeah. I really don't see us getting out of anything if we can't take anything off England I think it's going to be very very difficult if not impossible to get out of the group stages Think of it this way, um, back in 2016 there were two point, uh, two teams who went through on three points, Portugal who went on to win the whole thing, they had three draws and then Northern Ireland who lost two games and won one um, and they went through as well as one of the best third place teams so it's not impossible um, just to kind of have to keep the, the goal difference. Who's just going to get the three? We can absolutely still get the six, we've got two games to play. Against one of the two hardest teams in the group. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the Czech, Czechs were uh, they're the dark horses, you see. They, uh, they were the ones to watch. Not not the Eng- England or Croatia. It was the Czechs are the problem. Yeah, the... T- toughest game first. I'm joking. No, 
The problem is, there's <laughs> so many, so many set pieces away. We know they're absolute units in the air, and yeah, they're about seven foot each. Yeah, and well, Scotland are traditionally a smaller team than. Well, they're not exactly giant themselves, so if you give away set pieces, you know what's going to happen. And Literally, I think, I think there the, you go. I think the commentary was saying, oh yeah, Czech, the Czech Republic have scored loads of goals from set pieces, and then Scotland kept giving away set pieces. It was, well, that, that first goal came from four Czech set pieces in a row, so yeah. we put the ball in for three corners in a row, and they conceded a free kick, and they scored. Yeah. And it's yep. like, Marshall was absolutely screaming, it was Hendry, he was screaming at him, because Hendry just kept booting it out under pressure. Uh, or miscontrolling. Andrew was at fault for the second goal as well. He's fucking shooting for forty yards. Yeah, I think having hoping Tierney comes comes back in would be is the ultimate blessing if Tierney if Tierney's to come back into the squad. Although I think I think Cooper did a good job. Um, Cooper Cooper was right. Hanley was the best of the back three. You know, he somehow I didn't know this, but Grant Hanley's absolutely rapid. Apparently, oh, he's an absolute pace merchant. Yeah, it's so fast. Yeah, I, I did I'm not. I, I thought he'd be slow as fuck. And I saw that. I can't remember. Can't remember he covered. He he ran from their box to our box in about six seconds. You know, I think he, he might have had the Russian FA on the line there before the match, <laughs> giving him some of that juice. And uh, <laughs> Golovkin was on at the World Cup. Yeah, so the other match in uh, Scotland's group in Group D was a one-nil win for England over Croatia, um, which was. Good result for England. Uh, obviously, puts mm. away their World Cup demons um, against Croatia, who aren't a bad side at all. I think they've had a, poor, a couple of poor results recently, but they've still got yep. some really good players. I was very impressed with the first twenty minutes for England. They were they came at the blocks quite quick. Uh, obviously, Phil Foden had that chance, which no, it dropped off. Yeah, yeah, punch, yeah. but um, very impressed with the first twenty minutes, and then. Went back to classic England where he just slowed the game down. I, I honestly, I shouted the telly how frustrating it was to watch because um, it was just so slow. It's very boring uh, to watch from a neutral point of view. Yeah, but the first, the first, I, I, the first got... twenty minutes were England were. I thought they were for ninety. Much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have scored like two or three at least in the first twenty minutes. Uh, the Croatia didn't have, have an answer at all. For anything. Yeah, Croatia, and then, I, I don't, I don't, I don't recall any chance for Croatia at all, which. There was, there was one there was one where um, Pickford made the save that looked like he was going to dip in. Pickford had a fingertip save to it. That was the only chance really that was a bit... But it looked pretty comfortable for him, to be fair. But it was not really anything. They didn't really have much. But England were on, on top anyway for the yeah, most of the game. And, uh, Calvin Phillips had a good good uh, game in midfield. Yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, he was brilliant. I was quite surprised actually. Halfway through the the Austrian Netherlands game as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah, he had a good game. Yeah, I'm. Do you start him against Scotland? Probably after that last game. Uh, Also, what I do want to see Grealish back in though. Um, I think Grealish would be a good addition. Yeah, definitely because he's definitely a bit more exciting. I think he. I'll keep Sterling on as well though. Yeah, definitely keep Sterling on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not being impressed with Sterling at all in an England top. Um, he scored the winning goal. I know, but I still I thought he was quite bad. Well, what I, what I rate is the, the the absolute balls of the the BBC interviewer said, "Have you justified your start your selection today?" And he just went, "Yeah, yeah." I picked <laughs> he literally them. scored the winning goal. I don't get what. He did score the winning goal, yeah, but I did say before he was he was terrible. I thought he was not that great. I mean, I was impressed with him at City, but I mean, 
I mean, for the for the for the national team, I thought he was very good there, and I think he's put a lot of um, put a lot of demons behind him. I don't think he's had a great season with Pep, but you know, I've not really been impressed at, at like fully for with with Sterling in an England top. No, he's nah, I'm not impressed with him. But obviously that game, yeah, he could get the winning goal. But at the start, I thought he started really not. Great. Do you see him in a different? Do you see him in a different position for England, or do you see him in a different role, or do you think he just needs to work harder? What is that? He needs to work harder. I think. Don't get wrong, he can beat a man, but then most of the time he does. He tries to beat a man and just loses possession. Set us up. Well, that amount of money, however, like on transfer mark, right? His price is over hundred million. For that, you should be able to beat a man. Especially from Croatia. No offence to the Croatians. I don't know. I think Croatia have a good side. I think just England has got too many too many better players. Yeah, than but, them, but, but, but for Raheem Sterling's hype. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm not being. But he's very hyped up, and I think he does match. He's, he's matched up to it over the years, but I don't know. It's just this past year he's been a bit off. I think. But I do he's, think he's, he's been well he's, he's been in and out his club side though. He's not been getting the game time he's been used to. Like uh, under, this season, this season, Mares has been starting on that wing more. I think uh, Sterling, when he played with Sane, was more of a, a mainstay in the squad. But he prefers Bernardo Silva and uh, Mares mm. this season. Especially with Phil Foden coming through at Man City, like it's getting even you know more difficult for him to get into a starting place in that in that City squad. I think he, I think he's well. He's, yeah. he's, he's playing for City. I think he's been playing as a false nine, which doesn't really suit him. Um, no, exactly. I mean, there was a couple of times in Europe he was having to start as a lone striker, which is sort of really out his depth. And then Pep would get uh, very upset when the performance wasn't as he liked. But you know, he was yeah. playing somebody out of position, so don't what you expect. And we've done Scotland, we've done England, but we're going to move on to Wales now, the other home nation, and they're pretty much almost booked their way through to the next round. A uh, one-one draw with Switzerland was followed up with a th- uh, two-nil win over Turkey. I think like, the game last night against Turkey. I think that's probably one of the games of the tournament so far. Uh, it's definitely been my favourite so far. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, it's, Wales. I I was I would not have predicted Wales to have such a fantastic run so far, and they can only be put down to Bale really. And his outstanding pass last night. It was an outstanding pass. See. I think with the Wales are a special case, right? They they've overperformed at the last two competitions they've had purely because players have stepped up, and I think Scotland almost underperformed because the players don't step up. But yeah. then there's been countries like Italy who who suffered the same fate. They, they their players weren't stepping up, but they revitalised that with Mancini, who's the manager. But I wouldn't cause the case for Wales saying the managers improved them because I think they were going to do this well no matter who was in charge. You know, because yeah, exactly. I feel like well, they was almost fun. probably picking the lineup. Yeah, I think there's a problem in terms of the, the Wales manager because obviously it's meant to be Ryan Giggs. He's under trial for... In jail. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to go on trial for you know, battering someone. Um, His missus. Yeah, so I, th- I don't even know. I think it's Rob Page, I think, was the under-21 yeah. assistant and now he's in charge of Wales. And like it doesn't really matter who's in charge of Wales. That's a really tight knit squad that they've got. They've got two yeah. pretty world class players in, in I mean it's it's the United. same squad as it was for twenty sixteen pretty much, you know. It's not it's minus, not much. Yeah. Minus the the Cruyff turn himself, Hal Robson Canu. But they've got some younger players and they've got Dan James and they've got like Joe Roden who was has an excellent game last night as well. Joe Roden, does he have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Roden podcast no, I, I, always 
pocketed by like Hilmaz. I yeah. thought Dan James was fantastic though, because I think he's just he's just a sprinter and he has a football occasionally. Do you know what I mean? And he, I think he was he's just I think I don't know about you, but do you think that was a foul on him? Because there's definitely a shoulder badge, but I mean shoulder to shoulder contact. No, I I, mean, I think I think when you're playing international football, there's always these tougher challenges that go in, and the refs always tend to allow it. I mean, if you just look at the 2010 World Cup, there was some proper leg breakers in every single match, and. They seem to. Well, they, go don't, they don't want to be seen to make. They don't want to be seen giving out too many cards. Usually, the refs in these no, big exactly. games. No, so, exactly. Yeah, um, so they're going to. Yeah, don't see too many cards at World Cup. About the referees and they've really let the game throw in pretty much every game so far. I don't. Yeah, there's been it. no stoppages. VAR has been much, much better. Yeah, I think well. it's been well done. Yeah, I mean, the thing it's is definitely. With VAR, the VAR in this tournament is that they've got three VAR people instead of the normal. And they're, two and they're not ordering Deliveroo the whole time. Yeah, so they've got um, a main VAR, a assistant VAR, and they've also got a VAR person, especially for offsides, so I think which has really helped the game kind of flow in terms of that, because you're watching the Premier League games, they're taking about six minutes to decide if it's offside or not, whether it's yeah. in the, the France-Germany game, see if, that, if Mbappe was offside for that Benzema goal, took less, about a minute, which, which is much quicker. Yeah. yeah, if they've got someone that's specially designed to these rules, I think it would definitely. Well, it has speed up, sped up, obviously, look, compared to the Premier League. But having someone that's specially designed for offsides, it's probably that's probably the biggest factor of what what is that probably most decisions are on offside for goals and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'd say most of it's on, on offside. Yeah. So it's probably the most important thing to cover, and they've got a special. If they're going to start with a specialist, why not do it on offside? So yeah, I think that's a great move. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, offsides are what causes the most con- controversy. Because if you get usually the decisions with red card tackles and trips in the box for a penalty, they're usually fairly clear cut once one once far has been used, right? So offside is the problem. But it's, it, it, it's offside is so they never get they don't always get the angles right, and it it seems to be quite inconsistent. It still is, even though they've got that special. I mean, the Premier League, it's been awful with the inconsistency with offsides. Because, what was it? Someone's um, pointing to go. Well, who was it that was pointing where they wanted the ball and that made them offside? That was Ronaldo, I. Was but, it not? Oh. When he got mad and they were like, oh, well, we're not past because you're offside or whatever. Yeah, I think it was that. But yeah, it's, it's, I think the standard of officials has been overall a lot better in the Euros so far. I think they've been pretty classed overall. It's been very flowing, yeah. It's been brilliant, yeah. I think I think the standard of refereeing. Um, and I think with Valve as well, it's worked pretty pretty well in the World Cup in 2018. It's worked well in the Euros. They just can't seem to get it right in the, in the national leagues. Do you think it's a uh, lack of money? In the Premier League? No. Well, not in the Premier League. I mean, across other leagues. Because, I mean, the Premier League, obviously, they've got enough money from TVRs, but then you've got... Yeah, but then VAR's it. still bad. V- yeah, exactly. VAR seems to always perform better in the tournaments than in the league, though, so... I don't know. Do you think it's because there's more pressure on... Because, you know, it's national teams. It's a bigger I th- I think audience. The fan, I think the fans are more aggressive in the Premier League to a wrong decision, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, but tournaments that the refereeing standards is, is set by UEFA, for this case, or FIFA, who have a, almost yeah. a different view of the game than the Premier League officials do themselves. I think it's as yeah, well as they're picking the best referee. Like the it's the best of the best, yeah, yeah the exactly. The best referee in these, in these international tournaments, whereas the Premier League people like Mike Dean. Um, 
Everybody was raging when they found out it was an Ethiopian guy ref in the 2018 World Cup final. They were like, oh, they don't play football in Ethiopia. Where is Mark Clattenburg? Yada, yada, yada. And it's just a ridiculous view. You, he was, I mean, he was an award-winning referee. You know, you absolutely won that. He had pretty much the Ballon d'Or for refs. You know, why, why would you not want a high standard official in your match? Just because he comes from a league that's not a top league. You just want the best referees. That's, that's all it is. Exactly. Um, I just wanted to look at the US as a whole. We've had every team's played at least one game. We've got a couple of teams who have played two games now. Which teams have impressed you? Which teams have let you down? I've been very impressed by North Macedonia, but obviously, what was it? Um, the player t- 20 years ago made their debut and now scored the winning goal. Who was that? Yeah, but uh, uh, it wasn't a winning goal, but it was a goal. It was, it was a goal, yeah, sorry. Every, but, yeah, he scored against but, the. I mean, uh, They've scored two two more goals than Scotland have, so that's not really an achievement, is it? <laughs> I mean, for a team expected to finish as the worst yeah, team exactly. ever in the Euros, to I mean, they, they were touted twenty fourth of all twenty four teams. They were touted to be, you know, nobody have a fantasy player from North Macedonia team. For them to score two goals and actually be in both the games they played in is fantastic. I think. Yeah, I think. I'm just taking the mindset of going, we're, we're here and we're not here just to compete. Which exactly. good We're here to cause trouble, you know, like, like well, trouble for the opposition, not trouble as in like battering fans and stuff. <laughs> that's, 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 England. that's England's job. Putting <laughs> <laughs> plastic chairs at people. Um, but in terms of who's disappointed, I think I have to kind of say Poland. Oh, of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll say one of one of one of my teams that I had in the in the sweepstake, Turkey. Oh, they've disappointed. The the bookies selling people. Oh, Turkey will win it, and Burak Yilmaz will top score. They've made millions off that. What, so many what, people. What, what, what bookies are you going course, to? Yeah. Oh, so many bookies were begging Turkey as a dark horse. Like Ladbrokes and everything were like, yeah, dark horse, but Turkey didn't win it. But Burak Yilmaz was apparently up there for finishing high up the scoring charts, and that's obviously not not gone to fruition. Yeah, well, I think I'm. I think I was the first person to have. Lost a team. Well, that wasn't really surprising, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, the teams that you got, yeah. <laughs> but, I was very oh, disappointed yeah. with Turkey, yeah. I, I had them to do hopefully okay. They were my. They were probably one of my best teams that I had in the sweepstake. Um, but no, they've been very disappointing. The and obviously so is Scotland as well. The thing is with yeah, Turkey is Turkey seem to be playing counter-attack. They seem to sit deep because they've got a good defence and they seem to be playing a counter-attack. With Boat Gilmaz, he's what, 35, 36? 38. He has, 36, he has no 38. pace. He so has no pace. So he's not going to have any pace on the break, and that's why Turkey just. To be fair, has, has the Turkey team ever had like pace up top? No. I don't they're never, not. Uh, never, uh, never know. In 2002 World Cup, they had quite a pacey squad. Right, right. Come on, I was one years old. The only pacey Turkey player that I can properly remember is Nadia Chichi, and he was at United and Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's putting it back uh, a bit now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chi. Yeah, so so no, that, that, that's class. what let them down against 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 Wales. Yeah. yeah, I thought they were very physical against Wales. I think they were just finding the players as soon as they're on the break, commit an easy foul, and then move on. Yeah, I they had chances to be fair, the Turks. Yeah, but it's just the pace let them down. I, I there was there was like a counter attack, and nah, just, Wales just got back because. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just didn't have any pace at all. Yeah, although 
one of your, the two of your actually other teams go, um, Finland and Russia, they've both got wins. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. Well, Finland, Finland have been good, don't get me wrong. Because I've been watching a bit of Finland because of Kamara, um, and he's been pretty, he's a decent tournament so far. Or as the, the commentators say, Cam, Kamara. No, it's Kamara. Kamara. Joke. Absolute joke. But anyway. I've been impressed by Sweden and especially Lindelof. He was fantastic. Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> yeah. No, that was very good I re- for Sweden. I refuse to accept that's how you pronounce them. It's de- definitely not. It's the BBC. It's like what Marcus said. Like, uh, British folk are terrible for like pronunciations. So. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I struggle enough with them again. <laughs> but uh, Sweden they held Spain to a nil-nil draw, and I think that game was a bit... That was a bit of a dire affair, that yeah, one. it was a dire. I think I was falling asleep by the middle of people it. Were, people were... I put too, too much faith in Spain. I thought they'd absolutely steamroll them. I think I had my predictions about 4-0 Spain. Um, I actually got it in front of me, um, and you said for that one... 2-0. 2 nil. 2 nil. So it's not... The thing is, in my head, I still see Spain as the giants they were in 2010. Do you know what I mean? And they're Aye. still, they're just not, they're just not there anymore. They just don't have that. That was probably a once in a generation thing. Those players and for that World yeah, Cup, exactly. realistically, that was basically their golden years. I would say. Yeah. Well, Tai, who is supposed to be having a golden year but hasn't really achieved so much, is Belgium, who they've impressed so far this tournament. But will they make it the whole way? Because they seem to never be able to beat the big teams. No, I don't. I don't think they will. Well, they were uh, against France. They weren't great last last time out. Uh, they weren't really the that last... great tonight, to be honest. Even though they did win, they weren't. I didn't. They didn't really impress me, to be honest. Yeah, the, first they, half anyway. They terrible. Went, they went one 0 down to Denmark within the first was a minute and a half. Um, yeah. And then Denmark were on top for the first twenty minutes, and then as soon as Belgium brought on De Bruyne, then the Battle of De Bruyne. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as they brought in De Bruyne, then uh, things started to change for Belgium. But if Belgium have to rely on playing through Kevin De Bruyne, then that's how you target them. Oh. Especially for the, the big teams like also France, you can have a Kante marking about the game. Um, obviously, France got off their Euros with a win, a 1-0 win over Germany. And like Germany have the same problem that Spain do in that they can't score a goal. Yeah. yeah, they're 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 struggling. Spain, Germany, and the Netherlands actually have all struggled recently. There, there's a a real lack of number nines across Europe. I mm. mean, honestly, Harry, yeah, England are point. so yeah. lucky to have Harry Kane up top. But England have always produced quality strikers. But so historically have have Germany, the Netherlands, and Spain. But maybe not so much Spain. But they're really lacking, like finishing games off, not having that. I mean, genuinely teams that have a fantastic striker usually go on to win the tournament. And if you oh, don't yeah. have that absolute just lethal finisher who can put every single you know, you, you need somebody who will just put away, even if you only get one chance a game, you need to guarantee that someone will score that. And that's why I, I think my money's on Italy because Immobile has just absolutely finished everything that's been put handed to him. I agree with you there. I definitely think I originally thought France were going to walk it just purely because what a I, it was an instinctive thought, but now that I've seen Elian and Singer, I definitely, I think Italy are going to be definitely in the running. And I don't with with strikers again. Harry Kane is that one person you'd want for England to 
promised to pop it away because he just is the most clinical yeah. ever. Yeah. He needs Harry Kane to be on sort of a golden boot run almost to. He got it last. Well, he, he did. He got it at the World Cup. I'm saying he just needs to remember his World Cup form. Although che- cheeky hatch against. Just because he scored that many goals doesn't mean anything, to be honest. Well, yeah, obviously you can score lots of goals against teams, but it's about strikers needs to needs to like perform in like the bigger games. If you can get a striker that can perform well in big games, no matter how many goals they scored, book. you can go on to win the tournament definitely. You need what... a drug book character. That's, that's even coming back to, to Wales and, and Kiefer Moore. They've got a big target man who they just aim balls at. Um, obviously, lays it off to Gareth Bale. And he's a big number nine that doesn't get you goals. It doesn't, well, he scored for Wales in the, in the first game, but he's a big striker. Obviously, the big teams are missing a big number nine target man. Ooh, if, they're safe. if they're struggling to just kind of launch if they're struggling because just launch long balls forward because Germany don't have that Spain don't have that but uh, we all seem to have that yeah no I think I think this is uh, we're set for a fairly good Euros I think yeah I, I, especially these second round of matches I think obviously the first round of matches everyone's trying to get a feel for the tournament kind of thing um, we didn't have that many shocks apart from Slovakia beating Poland and, and the Denmark mm. Finland game which uh, was uh, marred by off the pitch controversy well I guess on the pitch controversy on the controversy with uh, Christian Eriksen's uh, it's now confirmed a, a cardiac arrest um, wow what do you think about well we're going to have to talk about UEFA and what the decision was because you Oh, you can delay a game for Corona twenty four hours, but obviously not for um, cardiac arrest. Uh, yeah, I mean, were the players not told they had to see out the match, otherwise they'd be given a three 0 loss? Yeah, yeah that's, it wasn't it. Uh, Schmeichel that said that. It was either play the game later, later that day or play again the next day at noon before the rest of the games. Like, and yet you can postpone a game two days for for COVID, which makes no sense whatsoever. Especially yeah, they're both endangering lives. Plus, it's on the pitch that it happens. So obviously, players are going to be. They don't end up losing that game. Yeah, that's the one 0 to, to Finland. Yeah, to Finland. Yeah, that's nah, not right. And they don't also fair play to Finland. They didn't celebrate the first international goal against uh, in that game. So no, yeah, but bigger things to be thinking about. Yeah, that day, that day, football won, and I'm sure all of us at Post Nineties would hope Ericsson gets well soon. Now. Yeah, they yeah, hundred percent. Terrific player. I mean, yeah, apparently there was some heartbreaking where I, I, I don't want to quote shitey newspapers, but heartbreaking, apparently the first thing he said when he woke up, he said, but this can't happen to me, I'm only 29. Mm. Oh, fucking hell. That's really bad. No, it's a real shame for Ericsson, but at least, you see the fans were singing, uh, both of them were Christian and, yeah. and Ericsson, yeah, yeah, it was class. That was quality, yeah, that was quality. There's so much for, obviously, that's quite a big derby. So. Was, yeah. It's a kind of Nordic... So that's, that's, that's all, all the Nordic play. teams want to uh, do over the other. That's fair play to them to the finish. Yeah, um, but there is good news. It looks like there is light at the end of the tunnel for, for Christian Emerson yeah. in that he's looking to be fitted with a um, pacemaker, a pacemaker defibrillator kind of kind of device. And why that, his career? No, no, it's, it's the same. So one plays was uh, yeah. Is that the one that plays? David Blind at uh, the Netherlands plays with that as well, which. Okay. Which could be, you know, a bit of a 
I think he came off upset after that game because he was realising how close it could have been for himself as well. Yeah. Remember that, I think? Yeah, of course, after, after um, the UK, uh, Netherlands Ukraine game, yeah. Um, yeah, when he was subbed, yeah. Which, it just shows that anyone can kind of suffer from this. Like These are athletes at the, at the height of their athletic potential, and yet... It just, show, it just shows a gap to anyone. Yeah, and also even when athletes can go unnoticed because they may appear so physically fit and you know all the you know fantastic respiratory system, but then you have that and you don't know what's underlying. It's um, but it's the best place for it to happen is on the football pitch. You know, after everything that's happened, you know the fibrillators on side. Especially if it'd be a hospital, but. Yeah, you got to get yes. the referee and how quick he got them. Oh yeah, that was within on. five seconds. He stopped the game straight away. Yeah, which is brilliant. Um, and obviously the heroes that are the the medical team at the stadium and and the Denmark physios as well. Like they uh, were able to to kind of bring and the Danish captain and the Danish captain yeah, as well. Think, yeah. And the whole team standing around to block the cameras when yep. UEFA didn't cut it. Yeah, I, th- I think the fact that UEFA just kept on showing the pictures and the BBC um, was it the BBC not the helping yeah not, it was it was the BBC yeah yeah, um, the yeah BBC it took them a still, long I mean, while to cut to the studio they don't have they don't have control but, but they can they, cut they to the can studio still, they can still yeah, can easily cut you can but control even, what they're showing on their own channel even for, yeah. even for UEFA as well for kind of continuing to show what was going on when he was being kind of having CPR happen to him his, his wife had come down from the stands as well like you don't, you don't want that on camera. Um, yeah, especially you for don't. everyone and obviously him and his family. And obviously the people. Yeah, man, you're watching it back home and you see that and you think, you don't want to watch that. But you don't want to see that. Yeah, but uh, he looks to be looks to be happy as well and hopefully he'll be, um, he's getting better and uh, that he'd be able to. Maybe Is he ruled out completely for the Euros? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course he would be. Yeah. Um, but, Hopefully we'll be back. We'll be back playing soon enough. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. I'd yeah. be very impressed. I'd be happy if I was him to walk away from that. And I'd, I'd, I'd been. I think he'd need a few more checks, isn't it? Before he can play, if it from his club. I, I think it, some yeah, people were saying on the his BBC. Club, his club and his, his national team have to kind of put him through like a medical. Yeah, it's going to be medical, yeah. When you, when you time for a club, I think we'll have to put him through that and see if he's all right to play um, with this different variety of device put in. Put in. Yeah. Yep. So we all hope... Yeah, that. thank goodness. Thank goodness he's all better now. Well, somewhat now. He's on the recovery now. Oh. Maybe he's out for this mega check for offside. Netherlands have yeah. just scored again. So, down three, I think it was. Got the goal. Um, yeah. Quick side note: Is he the only player who's named after a place in Scotland at this Euros? <laughs> oh, that's not uh, what kid. <laughs> uh, what about um, oh, fucking um, Scott Airdrie, who plays for? I'm joking. He doesn't play for France. There's no player called Scott Airdrie, but it'd be funny if there was. Airdrie. Oh, you know, oh, just Airdrie. just uh, Darren Kirkcaldy who play who plays for <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> It's uh, like that Kevin McAllister that plays for uh no out was it Alexis McAllister whatever that plays Alexa, for Alexis Brighton? McAllister plays for Brighton yeah but you said um Kevin McAllister isn't he the guy from Home Alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yes that's the Home Alone cast Macaulay Culkin I 
Call Culkin up front for Scotland. The best name in football is still a uh, Udinese striker, Kevin Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, but yeah, I think this Euros has been quite exciting so far. These second round of matches have, have kind of really brought the tournament to life. I think every every game and kind of the second round of matches so far has been really enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, it's, it's, it's it's set up for a really good Euros, yeah. Uh, obviously, we're only one, well, now a couple of games, second game in, but yeah, it's really interesting how the fixtures come up. 100%. Yeah, especially with the best third tier teams, like, I don't think anyone's officially out, out yet. Obviously, Turkey are pretty much out, but uh, there are a lot of teams still in it and just can still, uh, still go yeah, through. Yeah, definitely. I mean, only one game in, so. Exactly. Anyone could still technically, yeah. But we'll move on now, Carl. You have a Euros quiz. I do indeed. I do indeed. Some of them are older uh, past Euros, ladies and gentlemen. So, well, only gentlemen. So, um, and a couple, there's a couple of Scotland questions. And there's a couple of other questions. I also have a tie bit of question in case if anyone gets the same so I'll start off. There, like. <laughs> so this is this one comes from the nineteen ninety six uh, final. Yeah, do you know who scored Germany's golden goal? Who scored? Who was in goal for Germany? Germany's golden goal. Golden goal. Oh, was it Lothar Matthias? No, no. Who else was in that Germany's goal? Oh, Rudy Voller. Rudy Voller. Is it like? Is it a guy called like B or something? That's all I can think of. Is it? Bremer. Andreas Bremer? It's like, it's like beer math. Oh, Beerhoff. Beer Beerhoff. Right, okay, yeah, I'm sort of going to give a half point each for you there. Because uh, the guy gets that off. Yeah. Yeah, he just kept on saying beer, I'm just like, oh yeah, Beerhoff. Yeah, it's, yes, <laughs> Oliver Beerhoff, yes. Oliver Beerhoff, ah. So, uh, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a both put a point there. Um, so, this is for you's Obviously Scottish. Um, so we should all get this. Who was the last Scottish-born player to score against England at Wembley? Is this Scottish-born? Do they have to necessarily play for Scotland? or No, they have to play for Scotland. Question. Score against England at Wembley. Yeah. Uh... Oh, God. Come on, guys. Dan Fletcher, that's not fucking... Uh... Scottish-born... Saying Scottish porn sounds like he doesn't... Alan, darling. Uh, no way, he was not. Could, could, have, could have thrown you off there. Could have thrown you off there. Daniel Sturridge? I don't know. Uh, Frank McAvaney. Daniel Sturridge. Was it, Frank McAve- was it Frank McAvaney? I know no. he scored against England at Wembley. No. Uh, Lee Griffiths. Nope. No, that was in Hampden. That was an electric game, that. Was it... I mean, I know we beat we beat us at Wembley five one in nineteen eighty two. The Thistle, eh, sorry, nineteen twenty eight. This is the last player oh, to easy. score. Doesn't mean necessarily win. We've only won nine times at Wembley, so that's not yeah. It's be I mean, every player. The last time, the last time was November ninety nine. I remember. So, who scored in that game? Ali McCoy. Nope. No, it was some shite player. It was. I feel like it was the '99 game because that's the last time we won at Wembley. 
But yeah. I have no idea. Uh, You'll kick yourselves after this. Was that a Celtic player? Uh, he's an ex-Celtic player. All oh, right. Uh, I think I think this is a lot. Really? I'll give you a clue, right? I'll give you a clue. He's still in the current squad. In the current Celtic squad? No, in the current Scottish squad. Scotland squad? Uh, what? Andy Robertson? Yes, it was oh. Andy Robertson. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> when was that then? Was that in uh, the... I remember that. We lost 3-1. We lost 3-1 in a friendly in 2019 or 18 or something. Something like that, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That, that, was, that was I was thinking of the wins. I was thinking of the wins. Not yeah, same. I think, Don, really Don, I think Don Hutchins that, that's why the I last said winner. Not necessarily win. Uh, well, I got it in the end. And that Scottish born player was just throws off. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so can you tell me you what said was unique? United player would have got it. Uh, <laughs> that was the next clue. <laughs> uh, what was unique about Italy's 1968 semi-final win against the Soviet Union? Uh, Oh, it was won by Cointos. It's well done, Sam. Oh, what? that's mental. I did not yeah, know that. It, fi- oh. it finished in a draw, and then it does, it was decided on Cointos who goes through to the final. Yeah. Um, I think. Was that before the goal? You learn something that, that new every before, single day on this podcast. That was before they decided to do penalty shootouts, so they had extra time, and then they didn't have time to do a replay or something, and then they. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Decide. So you learn something new down here, Gary. You always learn something new. Uh, this was in the rule book. It was about two pages long, so nobody knew what, <laughs> the, the age of golden goal and stuff, you know. Nobody knows what happens in a draw. Yeah, so there's another... So there's two points up for grabs for this one. So the last time Scotland beat England was in what year and what was the competition for? 1999 uh, European yes, Championship qualifying. Yeah. For what? For what? For, for Euro, Euro 2000. 2000, yeah. You'd Wait, know what leg on. it was. Second, uh, second leg. Yeah, I'll give you both a point. So that was point for Sam. Oh, I got like 99% that first. Two for Andy. I'm giving you two, Andy. Yeah. Uh, wasn't that Kevin Keegan's England? What a meme. Right, this is still Wait, relevant. To the, still, still, still relevant for the first that question. Who can you score? Can you tell me who scored the winner in that game? Oh shit! Um, what's his name? That squad I used to know really well. Now I've forgotten them. Oh, McAllister, Gary McAllister. No, the winner for no. Never mind. Why is Kevin Nisbet coming to my head? That's definitely not right. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> I thought was he born then? Huh? Yeah, he was probably born by then, but he wouldn't be in the Scotland squad. He was like three years old. What's the question again? Who scored in the winner? In the oh. 1999 game. Some journeyman, some journeyman footballer. Is it like, oh, they had McCann then, didn't we? And stuff like that. Uh, I, know the, I know the England team by heart, funnily enough. Don Hutchinson. Yes, Andy. There you go, see. Journeyman player. <laughs> so, uh, Andres Iniesta holds the record for the most Euro Man of the Match awards. How many has he won? Eight. Nine. No. Ten. Four. 
Are we high, high or low? What can you do? Six. Yes. Oh. He does have six. Man, the match awards. So. I don't know what was that for. <laughs> I don't know what Euros this is. But um, who scored for England as they beat Germany in 1 0 in their group game? I don't know what Euros, but. I'll find out in a second for you. Would that have been Euro 2004 and would that have been Wayne Rooney? No. What years was it? One of them. Give me a second. It was Euro 2000. Euro 2000? Uh, Post No. Not Frank Lampard. Was it 1-0? Was that 1-0 Germany? No, 1-0 England. Where was, oh. where was Euro 2000? Was it in France? No, that was World Cup 98 was in France. No, 2000 was Bel uh, Belgium Netherlands, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, English, okay. who, who was in the English squad in 2000? I have no idea. Uh, 2000, the qualifier one for 2002. Do you know fucking David Seaman. Well, he, he's got the goal. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. John Terry. I know. No. Lampard. Gerald. No. no. Are you useless? <laughs> Michael Owen. No. Were they at what position did they play? Striker. Oh, Gary Lineker. Alan, Alan Shearer. Gary yes, Lineker in Euro 2000. <laughs> anyway, the answer, Alan Shearer. Yeah, it was Alan Shearer, yes. It's Alan Shearer. So this is quite recent. Of course now. it was, yeah. So these are sort of recent ones. So Joachim Lowe will manage the German national team for the last time in this Euros, but what manager will replace him at the end of the tournament? Hansi Flick. Hansi Flick, yes. Yes, um, yes. Okay... So, who's the former West Brom and former Rangers defender that scored in the Northern Ireland in their 2 0 win over Ukraine in Euro 2016? Chris Brown. No, uh, no, uh, Niall. Niall. Chris Brown. No, it's not Chris Brown. It has to no. be Chris Brown. Um, Gareth McCauley. Yes. Gareth McCauley that did score. I remember watching that as well. He doesn't sound very known now. I, I forgot he existed. Holy shit. <laughs> He's like 57 years old and he's still playing for West Brom. He's up with 600 caps. No, you know those people you think they're so famous and you forget they like, just you know what I mean? It just goes out your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Right, so we do have a winner, but I'm not going to say the tiebreaker question. We'll do it after, right? We'll do the tiebreaker question after, just for a laugh. So, we've got Gary with two. Sam with five, Andy with four, five, six. Oh, so, well done, Andy. Someone take note of that. And the tiebreaker question I had if anyone drew, I'm not going to give us any points, it's just for a laugh. Can you remember how many minutes that Ronaldo lasted in the final after injuring his knee? 69. No. <laughs> 13. No. There we go. No, I love guessing these numbers. Everyone just shouts out random ones. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a clue. It wasn't, it wasn't that long. It was in the first half, wasn't it? It was like eight minutes or something like that. 
No, I wasn't. No, he came back on. Remember, twenty-one minutes. Very close. Twenty-two minutes. Oh, here we go. Five minutes. Yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'll give you just, 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 just to make it a bit better. <laughs> give you a point for that. So there we go. Andy, Andy wins the quiz. It's not Marcus. Winner, winner, winner. Yeah, yeah, because Marcus's not on. Um, At least I got two right. Uh, three, I, I, three, I, I, I gave you that one just for just just to make it <laughs> make you feel better. Wait, I'm not. I'm still last. <laughs> Uh, we can move on now to uh, the predictions. Now we predicted pretty much all of the first round of we predicted all of the first round of the group stage games. So I'm not going to go through everyone individually, but everyone who sent them in, so everyone except Marcus and Gary, um, got at least one dead on. Um, so I got the hungry Portugal score dead on. So four points for that one. Um, Kyle, you got Wales Switzerland as a one-one draw, which it was. Um, Andy got France to beat Germany 1-0 as a dead-on score and Lewis um, got two scores correct um, people, oh, had more faith in, people had more no. faith in France than I did yeah saying that uh, Belgium would win 3-0 and that uh, Portugal would win 3-0 as well so that means um, obviously a few people got um, uh, results right but not scores um, so for this week it's actually Lewis that wins with 13 points um, Kyle with 11, me with Take 10, that. and Andy has 8. So ah, shame. Um, which means... And he's, and he's only good when he, in the SPFL ones, when he actually turns up to them. Yeah. <laughs> but that means for the Euros predictions uh, overall, uh, top, which now go from, from bottom. So Marcus has 1 point. Oh, tragic. Then I have 10. Kyle is on 12, Andy's on 13, and Lewis is on 14. But... So that, that top three is uh, very close. But we're going to go through every remaining group stage game next. Um... Oh, we'll quick fire it. We'll quick fire it. We've just got a pen and paper. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna talk about it after. We're just apart from obviously the the, the game that we're all yeah, watching. So we'll start we'll just with... fire for the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we're not going to predict Denmark or Austria because it's like nine minutes from finishing. But uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a tuna with the Netherlands. Sweden versus Slovakia is the first one. One no Sweden. Two no Sweden. Uh, two one Sweden. That was very, that's very quick. <laughs> Even I can't keep up. Um, <laughs> Andy, you said what? One no Sweden. Two two one Sweden. Two one. Actually, I'm changing my two one. It was a bit, uh, yeah, two two one. Two I think actually on, oh, on reflection. Get, get your own prediction, huh? Nah, I thought nah. I don't think I don't think they can hold them off that much. Slovakia's still quite a good team. Slovakia looks really good actually with uh, with Mac and uh, Hamšík as well. So yeah, I'm gonna say two uh, three one Sweden. I think it's that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Croatia Czech Republic. Yeah, they could D game. I think that's a 1-1 for myself. I don't think either team are that... Oh, no, actually, to be fair, I think it could be 2-1 Czech Republic. I mean, they embarrassed us, but I think we were just not clinical enough. I think they are still a good team. But I think, uh, you know, they were really crap against England. Uh, that, uh, a Croatia, that is. Mm, I want to call. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, 1-0 Croatia. 1-0 Croatia. 
I think the Czechs are going to win as well. I think it's going to be. I think one. I think one nil. Uh, two two nil Czech Republic. Two, I was going to say 2-0 to the Czechs as well, actually. 2-2-0 for them, that would be pretty yeah. smart. I think Scotland need the Czechs to win, really, don't they? Cause, um, yeah, preferably. Cause as much as it pains me. Uh, and then it's the big one. England-Scotland. Patriotic predictions are realistic ones now. 3-0 <laughs> England. I think that's both from Carl, isn't it? Both patriotic and realistic. Oh no, that is realistic. <laughs> no, I think I think both, I think just because of the nature of the, the fixture and the history, I think it's going to be a very cagey game. I think if Stephen O'Donnell played, it won't be a cagey game. But no, if, it, 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 it all depends on the. It depends on the squad. Yeah, totally right. I'm going for one 0 Scotland. Che Adams. Oh. Calling it now. I'm I'm going I'm going cheeky one 0 Scotland as well actually. Last I think we'll, we'll we'll get one lucky chance, pop it in, and have an eleven man defence for eighty minutes. That's what may, I think David Marshall <laughs> get an assist. He'll he'll hoof it upfield to Che Adams. The Che Adams will lob the keeper. To be fair, I don't right? think I've been more nervous for a football. David game Marshall could score if he goes that far up. <laughs> well, in FIFA, he's about he's almost about to shoot there from anyway. So. No, I think England are just too squad uh, too strong for Scotland. You know what? Is it going to be a 2 0 or 3 0? I think everyone's been hyping up this game. I think it's going to be a shit game. I think it's going to end 0 0. 0 0. If it's 0 0, I'll be. I'll think, I don't know. Which, I don't know. The Scotland supporters here, but I, don't, I would probably take a draw against yeah. England just so they wouldn't uh, be available when they've been to beat us. A draw and then. Nah, no, we can't have a draw again. When was the I last time that, that Scotland was, um, won at Wembley? 1999. You just had that question. Yeah. yeah, you had that question. <laughs> Your oh. quiz. Yeah, I was just testing you. Come on, guys. <laughs> At least you actually understood it. <laughs> yeah, nah, 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 I don't think the quality that England have. Obviously, yeah, England didn't play well. But the the first 20 minutes gives, gives me hope. I don't know. I think Scotland will come out fighting. If they pick a good squad, we're definitely going to be we we'll have to come out flying, otherwise there's no point and we're going to get dominated because England are a class of superstars above us. We've got, we've realistically got, not not got the quality England we've got and I just don't, and we have to score the first goal. If we don't score the first goal, England have got it, 100%. Fascinating game. It's going to be an amazing game and I'm working on Friday night. Oh, oh no. I was going to have it on in the corner. Um, it's just, just throw that COVID. <laughs> To see I how many doing that, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone is. Yeah. Um, we move on now to uh, Spain versus Portugal. Was oh, I sorry? Spain versus Poland, sorry. Cheer. Poland. Uh, Poland judging by how bad Poland were against Slovakia, I think Spain will do them 3 0. Yeah, I don't see Spain nothing but lose. I would say 2 0. Yeah, I was going to say 2 0. I think Spain. Because Spain can't finish, I think they're just going to fluke this one. And I'm going to say... 1-0. 1-0, yeah. 1-0. Yeah, I was either debating between 1-0 and 2-0. Through, through, like, some shitty goal. Uh, Poland are not great. Yeah. Poland are not great. One-man team. They've got Lewandowski, but because Lewandowski can't do everything in, 
has to do everything himself. He can't. No, exactly. Do, 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 do you think their tactics is just oh, just give it to Lewandowski? It's gonna be. A yeah, if you're gonna, yeah, look like the enemy. I'm thinking realistic. You can have any other tactic at Poland, could you? It's uh, like Neil Breaking City, they're gonna hoof it up to him and him only. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. And, uh, the not big game in uh, that's the final group is uh, Hungary versus France. Four 0 France. Four 0 yeah, five 0 France. That's France Hungary. Oh, uh, I mean Hungary actually stalled out well against Portugal right until the end. But so oh, I think it'll I be. Think I think it'll be tighter. Three late goals. Yeah, right until yeah, but from eighty-two minutes onwards, that's amazing. They stole it right until the end. So I think it right. could only be. Let's let's say they they keep it up again, but they learn from their mistakes. I think it'll only be two 0 France. I just thought I thought Portugal were just rubbish until until Ronaldo yeah, switched on. I don't know if they are. France are that much better than Portugal. Oh yes, they are. I think yes. I I originally. I think Portugal beat Portugal it. beat Germany by more than France did. Look at the amount of superstars in France's team, though. But it's just, so compared to compared to it's just no. I don't think there's any question about that midfield really. and that attacking just. Oh, Literally, Pogba and Kante in midfield, and then Benzema, Mbappe, and uh, Griezmann up front. It's just. Insane how one country can and, have and, that many good players. And Kimpembe at the back as well. I thought Kimpembe would be a meme in the game against Germany, but it was actually really good. I'm going to go with... How long did look dangerous on the break? So I'm going to go with 5-2 to France. What the hell? That's the oh. most random result. <laughs> Prediction view ever. I think, I think it's going to be absolutely mental game because obviously France will go forward, but I think Hungary can catch them on the break once or twice. And also captained and back for the fantasy team, so I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get hat trick. Thank you. His pace, his pace is unbelievable. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Uh, he scored. Two goals, uh, which were classes offside. Well, he scored one and assisted one, and both were offside just because he's just so quick. Um, yeah, that is quite. And the other game in that group is Portugal versus Germany, which I think should be could be really good. Really That'd be exciting. When when is that one? Uh, yes, a wee bit later. Saturday, I think. Sunday, I think it was Sunday. But yes, Sunday, Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday, uh, Saturday at five, uh, five UK time. Portugal, Germany. One each. One. Two. Portugal, Germany, 3 0 Portugal. Oh. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. If they, can't, if, they can't deal with, if they can't deal with Hungary for 80 minutes, and if they let Germany go about their business for 80 minutes, they probably wouldn't. Yeah, I suppose. Simple right, as yeah. though, Germany or Pish? Well, An agent, agent Ger- side. Germ- Germany are more fin- finished than the team Kamara plays for. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Portugal not agree either. I don't think they are. Uh, they've got Ronaldo, obviously, they've got Ronaldo, but I think they are still quite a class team. I don't think Portugal... Obviously, obviously, yeah, they're a threat, but I don't think they, they're that great. Portugal didn't look great until... the, the Portugal didn't have... 
a chance they can break down Hungary until like the was it eighty fifth minute. So. But they're one of the teams where they're all they always carry a threat. Of course they do, but I still they don't. I don't think they're that great overall, to be honest. Yeah, when you've got Ronaldo and you oh, when you've got Ronaldo on your wing, uh, it's a hundred percent going to be a threat. But I think it's the rest of the squad. It's the same thing again with. Not maybe not as extreme with Poland with one man team, but it's definitely when you've got a definite gap in talent, it's always going to be a threat. But yeah, I know I know what your point. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about it last time as well. Marcus got a bit annoyed in the group chat, but um, nah, yeah, I, I, I genuinely think I'll say it again: Portugal are a one man team. Um, I'm Fernandez, though. Fernandez is very class. Hey, but he's not I, been good in the Portugal top. I don't think he has been good in the Portugal top. He's been too busy uh, talking his efforts at United, but I think he would do, though. But I, I don't know. I think if, if, he was allowed to, if he was allowed to take the set pieces for Portugal, they'd score a lot more goals. <laughs> nah, but no chance Ronaldo's going off set piece duty, is he? Ronaldo's, what, only, what, three goals off the all-time international record now, isn't he? It's incredible. Yeah, he is. I mean, and he's, he's got the Euros. He's got, he's got the Euros yeah. record now, hasn't he? By the as much, two as goals much as player. I don't like Ronaldo, that's fair play. Yeah, he's got the all-time Euros record. I think he's the he's uh, the interesting fact today is that Ronaldo has scored in more Euros than the country of Poland. Uh, that just proves how poor Poland are in tournaments. They have good players and they have a good, a fairly decent squad, like better than some other countries. But they just underperform every time. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Germany win. Actually, I think they look dangerous, and you know they might get a couple of goals. Um, so I'm gonna go with. I, think, I don't think Germany. I don't think Germany will win. To be honest. I think I'm gonna go with three two Germany. Yeah, um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, we up to the uh, final games in the groups now. Um, so we start with Italy versus Wales. Whoa, Italy, another 3-0. 3 for 3. I, yeah, that's I'm two, gonna... I think that's 2-1 Italy. I was going to say 3-0. Because Bale will just pop, but Bale will pop one in and then Italy will just dominate it from there. Like, no, Italy, Italy, Italy no, absolutely had a shutdown Gareth Bale. You don't think they've drilled that in training? He's the most dangerous player that they've been taught about. They've absolutely he's, drilled he's it. He's the only down. dangerous player. He's their apart, talisman. From, apart, apart from the guy on the wing, whatever his name is. What, uh, Dan James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just shut him down. You've shut, you shut Wales down. That, that, Dan James was just, Wales Dan are not a great team. Last time. Huh? He was, just went for him, just took him out. That's what happened again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wales are, I always said Wales are not a great team. Spin it, spin it, Zola will have Wales in his pocket. Uh, not Wales, uh, specifically Gareth Bale, but I guess the whole country of Wales too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he cover he covers about sixty kilometers a match. Yeah, yeah, and Italy have yeah, quality, so yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, three 0 Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with three 0 as well. Um, Denmark, sorry, Netherlands have just won two 0 against Austria. That game's just finished. Um, Switzerland versus Turkey is the other game in Group A. Mm. That's a hard one, isn't it? Not that's, being impressed a, that, by that, 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 that's got a nil-nil run over it. Yeah, that, that has a, a nil-nil. That's, that's a one-nil snooze fest, I think. That is, that is a, a boring it's game. It's not an exciting one-nil. To be fair, at least Switzerland had... We can see them scoring. I think one-nil Switzerland. But Turkey have looked no like scoring. One-nil Switzerland, 100%. Oh, but it won't, be an, it won't be an exciting one. 
I'm really still going nil now. I'm sticking sticking my guns with the nil now. Yes, me too. Adam. I hope it isn't a nil though, because it would be really boring to watch. But uh, yeah, I can see that. I think Swiss, if Switzerland get a win, they'll be on four points and they'll probably um, want to go through. So I think they're going. Pretty likely, yeah. So I think I'm going to go with. And then Bolo looked quite good as well. So I'm going to go with a 2 0 Switzerland. Mm. And I've got Finland versus Belgium. Oh. Belgium 2 0. No, 2 yeah. 1. 2 1. Two one, two one. I think Finland might sneak one in. No, nah, two 0 I think Belgium will crush their dreams and win four nil. Two 0 Belgium, two 0 Belgium. You've got to think about it now. But I don't know. That, is it is it time yet to, for te- bigger teams like Belgium to think about? Do we need to start um, preserving players here? Do yeah. we really need to put them out? But Belgium and Italy are the only ones who have confirmed to have gone through already. I think Netherlands yeah. as well. So and Netherlands just to go through. Yeah. Yeah. So right, six po- six points puts you through automatically. Pretty much. So I think Belgium will rest players. I think Finland as well will want to go for it because they're on three points. A point yeah. here would probably see them through. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the 1-1, I think. Um, and the other game in that group at the same time is Russia versus Denmark. To be fair, like, Denmark have impressed. They pressed tonight, even though they got beat. I think Denmark have got... I think Denmark will win it. I'm just trying to think how badly they'll win it. But I'm not sure when it's going. Russia, Russia will be great. Yeah, they've they've not had their special home turf home turf Russia juice since the twenty eighteen World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two 0 Denmark from Scotland in a Hamden. Actually, that's a lie. They're playing this in Petersburg. So, yeah, yes. Um, but it, but it's just not no, no, a couple wait. years ago. It's just, yeah, it's in Petersburg. Sorry, I thought this one was uh, Copenhagen, but yeah. The, um, I think it'll be three one Denmark. Do they, still have, do they still have that absolute unit up front for Russia? Uh, Art Juba, yeah. Aye, six, all six foot seven of them, whatever. He, he's done nothing in the two games. Um... Everyone keeps going on about how dangerous he is, that he's so tall, and it's like, that's all the commentators go, oh, did you know Art Juba's six foot seven, he'll score a header, and he doesn't. Yeah, but he, he scored one against Scotland, remember, at Hamden, and it just silenced everyone, and yeah, it was an outstanding head. Yeah, but that, that's us. We, I wouldn't say we're exactly as defensively rigid, rid as the Belgians. It's not really rigid at all at the back, to be fair. We got we got lobbed by yeah. a Minecraft character. <laughs> <laughs> what? And Will and Isco. Because Patrick Sheck's got a big square head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. What's that? What's that from going for this one? Sorry. Oh, um, three-one uh, Denmark. I also said three. I also said three-one Denmark. I'm going to go yeah. with two-nil Denmark. I think yeah, that's what I said, mate. That's what I said. Denmark two-nil as well. Um, then we've got. North Macedonia versus Netherlands. 5-0 North Macedonia. Pull it right out. Nah, <laughs> really? Nah, I'll I'll put... I, need, I, need, I need to back one of my teams. Nah, nah, I'm joking. I'll, I'll, um, I'll put that down now. It's, it's stuck. 
No, 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 no. Gary got to change his. What if it happens and you'll be ruining yourself? Yeah, if Northwest Derek actually win 5-0, you're going to be kicking yourself. <laughs> no, Pandas. Uh, Netherlands will I win 3-0. I would like to see them get a win. Come on, it'd be class. Netherlands will win 3-0. <laughs> uh, okay, but it's your loss. Um... <laughs> I think I think 5-1 just I just want to see them get a goal so I'm purely saying that 5-1 Netherlands they've already got a goal haven't they? yeah, yeah. No, get, get a goal in this game, game so far so I know but I, just, I want them to keep the streak going yeah I think it'll be 4-1 Netherlands that must be absolutely buzzing for their country just getting a goal yeah absolutely buzzing <laughs> we've not got one I can't wait for Scotland to get one to be fair yeah yeah. I'm going to go with uh, let's see it's Netherlands already through as well so I'm going to go with another draw I'm going to say 1-1 one, one. Andy what you go for this one sorry? Uh, for the Netherlands Macedonia 4-1 Netherlands 4-1 alright I think uh, even with the Netherlands B team they should still do still do decent yeah, yeah, and the other one that which could decide the group is Ukraine versus Austria. Ooh. I was really, I've been really impressed with Ukraine. Um, yeah, oh, Shevchenko has them quite well drilled, and they they're very quick on the counter. Loads of counter attack yeah. goals from them. So I think uh, I think it'll be three nil Ukraine. I think Austria will wow. be blown away. Blown away. I don't know. I can't really. No, I'm not really impressed by either Austria or Ukraine. Uh, I'm going to say one each. I'll say two on Austria. I think they'll just edge it. Ooh. No, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ukraine. I'm going to say three one. Uh, and then another one. Croatia versus Scotland. <sighs> I don't know, Croatia didn't play well, and I think... Either it's Scotland. <laughs> no, but like... 3-0 Scotland. No, 1-0 uh, Scotland. Another 1-0 another for us. Pip us through. I think 1-0. One 1-0 one Croatia. Well, typical Scotland will be not out already, but almost out, and then we'll start playing fantastic. Yeah, that would that would. The bad times you lose the first two group games and then win the last one against the big team. <laughs> I don't know. Are we, are we going to start accepting? I'll, I don't know about you, but I don't know. About, would you take the England win even to get knocked out in the group? <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd take it. I'd, I'd take it over <laughs> like my left leg. <laughs> I win at Wembley. I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm gonna say a Scotland win. Um, we we'll say two one. Um, but mm. it's hard to kind of predict it when they've still got another, another game to play. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I would like to know after England game. I'm probably gonna change my mind. But uh, um, the other game of that group is Czech Republic England. Uh, I don't see England. I don't see anyone but England walking that. So. Yeah, I think England will beat the Czechs 4-0. 3-1. Oh, they'll they'll uh, make a, a mockery. Uh, 2-0, 2-0. I'm going to change that to 2-0 because I don't think they want to go to it. They might even play a, 
beating of England have already bought. So, yeah, if, if, they, if they beat us, they'll play a weakened squad. So I think it could be 3 1, 3 1 England. I was that, might, that, might have been, that might have been Stevie Clark's plan on uh, to play a really crap team against Czech Republic in order to prepare for the England game. That's what I'm thinking. That's my hope. Let's keep me going <laughs> right now. He wasn't injured, he was just resting. A fake injury, yeah. They're resting for the England games, aren't they? Resting for the final. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with an England win as well. I'm going to say 3-0. Mm. Um, and then the last four games, we've got Slovakia versus Spain. Ooh. 2-1 Spain. Yeah, I'll agree with that. 2-1 Spain. They're not outstanding, but they'll win it. You know what I mean? They'll beat them. Yeah, they should beat them, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be 2 0 Spain. I don't see Slovakia scoring against the Spanish defence. What what Spanish defence? Poor. The French centre back. <laughs> you see, I do see Slovakia score. I think Slovakia are going to score. Uh, not score. I think they're going to cause a lot of problems. And I'm going to say. <sighs> One will draw. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so next up we've got Sweden versus Poland. Oh my god, this is so hard. Poland. Uh, Sweden, I think Pol- Poland will finally get a win, but they'll be knocked out by then, so I think Poland will win 1 0. I think this is Sweden all the way, so I'm going to say yeah. 2 0 Sweden. Yeah. Did you get it? Kyle, Gary? Oh, I said 1-0, mate. I said 1-0, sweet. I said 2-1. Uh, the 2-1? Uh, yeah, and then the last two games uh, of the group stage, first of all, is Germany versus Hungary. I'm going to pull it out, right? Five each. Five oh. ball. Oh, it's back. It's back. I, I actually think Germany-Hungary will be 3-3. Three, three. It'll be a German collapse. Uh, to match the Poland, Portugal-Hungary of the final group game of the last year, uh, the last Euros. Yeah. So I'm going for the 3-3. Three, three. Oh, I think I it's going to be mental as well. I'm going to say a 4-3. I four, think 3-2. I was going to say... I'll say 4-3 Germany. Sorry, you're going 3-2 Germany, yeah? 3-2 Germany, yeah, man. Yeah, that's a lot of goals. <laughs> if this one's a 0-0, I'm going to... Aye, we've all, we've all gone for mental scores for this one. It's going to be fucking... We'll all get settled. points, I think. <laughs> uh, and then the last game is a repeat of the 2016 oh. final. It's Portugal versus France. Oh. Uh, uh. France Por- Portugal 1-0 what? Repeat Repeat the final Portugal 1-0 2-1 France Yeah 2-1 France I've picked a lot of 2-1s by the way I think that's my favourite thing to think just realised that That's a safe score Because it means it goals, is. Isn't it? Yeah. Are you still watching the game? Yeah 
How many I times finished. have you seen that goal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking goal. How many it's times have you seen that goal? I bet you a million pounds of God, you, thing. You think, you think Gats has died and they're playing his eulogy. <laughs> he didn't die, he just got fat. They're going to definitely do that celebration with a water bottle, 100%. Yeah. I'm sorry, if Gaz going scores, they're definitely going to... Not Gaz, fucks. They're going to copy the celebration. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, Foden, you with the haircut, yeah. I think that's I, I just confused four of them again. I'm going three on France for that one. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a lot. Of this this year is just going to be insane. There's a lot of hectic. Yeah. Um, everyone's predicting some mental scores, so they might come true. Or if not, it's going to be extremely boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll meet our next. The next time that we uh, next time we'll meet up will be when we know the round of sixteen games and if Scotland, England, and and which teams have gone through, which teams haven't, which teams will play each other uh, in the knockout round, which uh, will be really interesting. I think the group stage is, is one of those stages where yes, there's exciting games, but the tournament really starts when it's there's the knockouts. Yeah, man. Yeah, it always starts to fire up then. Yes, and we'll meet up again for another pod then. But uh, for now, thank you guys for joining me, and we'll see you again next time. See you later. Thank you very much. Cheers. The False 90s podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and our website at false90s.wordpress.com. For updates, follow False 90s on both Twitter and Instagram. And a big thank you to Francisco Alvia and his track Space Game, which is our theme tune. On you go, man. There you go. I was going to move on, but you... <laughs> no, it's fine.